When I think about what really matters in life, it can feel like this enormous, daunting question. But what if those big, meaningful things were actually made up of the little things? Things that could take only five minutes a day. Hi, I'm Megan Alfaro, and this is the Live What Matters podcast. I'm so glad you're listening in for this very first episode. For our first podcast, I wanted to focus on something that a lot of busy moms who have a desire to know and follow Jesus puzzle over, and that's finding time for God. Gone are the days when we could linger over a cup of coffee and leisurely make our way through a Bible passage. We've got demands from all directions before we even get out of bed. I've invited Judy Gary to join me today. She's a mother of five grown children and 16 grandchildren and a dear friend. I began our conversation by asking her if it was even possible to spend time with God every day as a busy mom. Sometimes I really wonder, but she assured me that yes, it is possible. It's something she learned years ago. I began very simply with a certain challenge that was given to me when I was a young woman. It was even before I was married. I was working in Christian ministry, but I was not spending time every single day concertedly in God's word. I would get a a little bit here and a little bit there, and it was random. What I decided to do was I went to a conference and I was challenged by a man. A Bible teacher said, God promised that there was one exercise that if you did it every single day and that exercise would guarantee success and prosperity in your life, would you do that exercise every day? And I'm saying, well, yeah, because that's what I wanted, success and prosperity. Isn't that what we all want in life? (laughs) And so it was kind of a no-brainer. And then he said, I'll see you tomorrow, and we'll talk about the answer. And it's like, ah. So I waited and came the next day, and he said, he took us to Joshua 1.8, which was a life-changing verse for me. God himself says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night and be careful to do all that is written in it, then you will make your way prosperous and you will have success. It was like, ta-da, the lights went on. It's like, this is the secret of success in life. (laughs) Three things, be in the word, talk about it, just be in the word, it shall not depart from your mouth, meditate on it, and that word means to chew. It goes back to uh, the Hebrew word, like a a cow chewing the cud, Mm. and you know, without being too gross, a cow swallows its grass clippings or whatever it is eating. (laughs) 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 And then uh, a little while later, it comes back to visit him. (laughs) So so it it regurgitates several times throughout the day. It will regurgitate and chew on it and then refine it more and more and keep swallowing it until finally it's digested into the whole system. And the result is pure milk. But that is what we're supposed to be doing with God's word, chewing on it, marinating in his word, not just knocking it off and saying, well, I read it, check off the box, but read it, meditate on it, think about it all day long, in other words. And then the kicker is be careful to do all that is written in it. Mm -hmm. So I decided that would be my strategy, would be to sit down, read it, think about it, chew on it, And if God was saying something to me 
or speaking something specifically to me, then I would obey it. That was my heart. Be it done to me according to your word. I I want what you want for my life. I will obey you. So I was challenged that night to commit a certain amount of time to the Lord. Now, I was a busy person. At least I thought so. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I took, took the plunge and I, I jumped in. I said, Lord, every day for the rest of my life, I promise you, five minutes a day <laughs> in the word. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeehaw. <laughs> now, I, don't, I make fun of that because um, it sounds so small, but God is this God of small things and he can take five loaves and two fishes and make it feed an army. So he took those little words that I would read every day and he started growing it in my life. My strategy was to just simply start in Genesis 1-1 and read. I'd read five minutes or until God spoke to me. Hmm. He might speak to me in two minutes and I'd stop and think about it. And then I'd mark the verse on this little card and say, pick it up here tomorrow. And I just did that every day. It took me three and a half years to finish the Bible. Wow. But I read the Bible, which was like, whoever reads the whole Bible. It's true. I I know. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. At five minutes a day, three and a half years. But those five minutes, let me tell you, I had such encounters with God that my life was radically changed and I'll never be the same. I loved the Lord before, but now I knew the Lord more intimately. Mm. I feel like that's so encouraging for me as a busy mom, because when I think about maybe the times that I spent with the Lord before I had kids, I could have a leisurely time with a nice cup of tea and sit and read and stop and journal and read and think and pray. And it it's just like trying to accomplish that in my busy schedule is like, why do I even try? that's not going to happen. <laughs> so the idea of starting with five minutes is actually so encouraging to me yeah. because like that's doable. I know I can do that. That's yeah. the amount of time it takes me to take a shower or yeah. brush my teeth or go on Facebook. Like, yeah. We can do that. That's oh yeah. Doable. It is doable. And I would um, actually make myself stop at five minutes hmm. because sometimes I get so into it. I would think, Oh, this is good. I wonder what's going to happen next in this story, like in the old Testament stories. And I'd read and I had to make myself stop. So I'd be hungry to come back the next hmm. day. The problem I had with my own little mind was if I spent 45 minutes one day, because it was just so cool and so interesting to read this portion of the Bible, then the next day I'd hear a little voice in my head say, Oh, you, you really did a lot yesterday. You don't need to do your five minutes today. Mm. You actually did nine minutes or nine days worth yesterday. It's like, oh, that's true. <laughs> but it wasn't true because we need daily bread. Mm. Give us this day our daily bread. It is possible to spend five minutes a day. And God will speak to us because this is his love letter. My goodness, it's his intimate love letter to us. And he will speak so personally to us, it'll knock our socks off. It's breathed from his mouth, and we are listening to his voice. He's he's saying, Judy, listen to this. Oh, get ready. Here it comes. And then he would would speak to me. Um, That's why we need to meet God in the Bible and not just read a devotional book about what somebody else thought God said to them in the Bible in a certain passage. We read it and say, Lord, what are you saying to me? 
Is there a promise that you're giving me? Is there something I need to do to obey you? What do you want me to, to do and respond? How do I respond to what I'm reading here? Is there some principle you want to teach me? And he can do that in just five minutes a day. But um, five minutes is doable. <laughs> and then as you get older, oh, this is the good part. As you get older, you will be able to spend more time. Mm. And by then, it's not like something you feel like you should do. It's something you can't wait to do. Mm. I love what Jeremiah says. Thy words were found and I ate them and they became the joy and delight of my soul. For I am called by thy name. And I think I'm called by his name. And it has, his word has become sweeter and sweeter with each passing year that I walk with him and hear his voice. This concept, spending five minutes a day in God's word, has been a real encouragement to me. It's removed a lot of the mental barriers and guilt for not being able to spend more time. And it's also removed a lot of my excuses for not taking time for God every day. But it's one thing to have a good idea. Putting it into practice is another. I asked Judy to make this really practical for us and share some ideas for making this happen every day. Well, I would say be prepared. Plan ahead and have a specific time that you would like to meet with God. Now, some young moms say they've got to get up before the kids get up in the morning and that's their time. I don't know, but my children seem to have ears like bats or something. They could hear like everything. <laughs> and so they, if, if I moved in that house, they were awake. So I had to be flexible depending on the ages of the children and kind of go with the flow. But I did get the five minutes a day, but a specific time, make it, it could be while they're napping. It could be before they get up in the morning. It could be even in the, at night, if you can stay awake long enough to read at night, <laughs> but um, make a specific time and then put the Bible in a place where when you sit down, make it by your place where you tend to relax. I always keep my Bible in the chair I sit in so that if I'm sitting down to relax, the Bible's right there and I can read it. Now, if it's across the room, hmm, and that means I have to get up and walk over there and get it, hmm, I might not. <laughs> so, <laughs> so keep it somewhere nearby. It can be very tempting to check your Facebook early in the morning and see how the world's doing out there. But before we check in with Facebook, I think we should check in with the Lord. He's the king of the universe. He knows what's going on out there. He's the guardian of our ways. Make it a priority and a promise to the Lord that you won't open your email or Facebook until you open God's word and look at his face. That's a huge one. I think. Yes. <laughs> I think it's a lot of moms like me. We, we do. We'll jump on and spend a few minutes, even if it's like in the bathroom with the door shut while yeah. our kids are. That's right. Yeah. Or something. But, but don't make yourself not go on it until you spend time with the Lord. And sometimes just that promise is enough to get us into the word. Motivation. It's a motivation. <laughs> and then we realize how sweet the time with the Lord is. Mm -hmm. And then when we go to Facebook, we actually have something to share. Ha! Mm -hmm. Yeah, we can say, guess what the Lord showed me this morning. Mm -hmm. I mean, so why true. not build up other people? 
let me ask you a question. Do you always feel like having your quiet time? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I don't, but then when I get into it, it's like, oh, this is great. But yeah, for some reason, I don't know what it is, but it just seems like a chore. Well, I agree. And, and I, you know, after all these years, I, I still feel the same way. There are days I wake up and it's like, I need to spend my time in the word, but I'm emotionally not with the program yet, but I have to do it even if I don't feel like it, just do it. The Greek word for victory is the word Nike. And you know, the slogan for Nike shoes, just do it. If we want victory and victory spiritually, just do it. Doesn't matter if you feel like it, just do it. And then I also, I alluded to a stopping time. As a young mom, I would say, nope, five minutes have passed. I am stopping here. Ah, it kind of is like a cliffhanger. I can't wait to come back and see what happens next. Does the water part for Moses? Of course, I know it does. But how does it happen? Does he put his stick in the water? Does he hold it up in the air? Does God show up? How does this work? And I, I would read the details. It's so much fun. But I have to set a stopping time that whets my appetite for the next day. Then ask what God's saying to you personally. Personally. I've heard him speak to me personally. And when that happens, it's like wowzers. Life is never the same after that. You hold your Bible in your hands and it's like electric. It's like alive and active, sharper than any two-edged sword. And you feel it just as you read God's word. The holiness of holding his word and reading his word is a privilege that very few women in the world have ever mm, had. Wow. Think about it. Yeah. Who, what group of women in the history of all humanity has had access to a Bible education to be able to read, and we've been called and we're Christians. It's a very small number. So why aren't we taking advantage of this wonderful gift mm. that God's given us? Yeah. You know, Amos says the day is coming when there will be a famine in the land, a famine not for food or water, but a famine f- for hearing the words of God. And I think w- we are suffering from a self-induced famine. Mm. The food is here, but we're too busy to eat. And that's sad, but if we will stop and say, what are you saying to me today? It'll change our lives. We'll be fulfilled. We'll be, we'll be powerful women of God if we will listen and obey. You mentioned journaling earlier. I, I could never find time to journal because that meant I had to think about something and write it really in a very eloquent way. And, you know, so that when I look back, I would think it sounded deep. <laughs> Yes, exactly. (laughs) And so I never really got into journaling. (laughs) But if God spoke to me in the Bible in a certain passage, I would just write a note beside that. Uh, And sometimes even the date. Like, this is a promise I claim for my children, and I date that and underline that scripture. And and just keep, or if I had a question mark and think, what in the world are they, does this mean? I'd, I'd put a question mark beside it. And then years later, when I'm reading that same passage through again, and, you know, get to that same passage as I read through, I would see that question mark, and sometimes I'd have the answer by then. It's like, oh, and then I'd write, here's the answer. And so it's, it was, I guess, a bit of journaling, I don't know, of things the Lord is teaching me and saying to me. 
So don't be afraid to write in your Bible. It's, it's almost like a, I don't know, maybe a shorthand journaling of sorts. Anyway, the Lord's taking notes. You know, it says in Malachi 3, 16, it says there, uh, there's a book where all the, the words that we speak of him are being recorded mm. when we have conversations about him. So I figure, uh, the, you know, that, that book's my journal. <laughs> I'll, be su- <laughs> I'll be surprised when I read it. <laughs> nice. But those would be some of my suggestions. Just, just um, have it near you, have the Bible near you, make a commitment, check in with God first, uh, make him your top priority and show him it's your top priority by doing it. Just do it and hear his voice, listen to him and take notes in your heart, if not even on paper, but write in your Bible. It'll encourage you. What really matters is knowing our God, the lover of our souls, the one who is sovereign over every event of our lives and our children's lives and our families. We need to know him intimately. He's written us a letter. He's written us instructions. Right here in this book is everything pertaining to life and godliness. And isn't that what we want in life? What really matters is spending time with him every day because that's where we're nourished. And after all, as mothers, how can we possibly train up our children to be godly people if we have nothing to give them? It's crucial that we're in God's word so that we can know him, so that we can be empowered by him, and we can be used by him. That's Judy Gary. This conversation helped me think about the importance of taking time for God every day. I mean, my heart is to care for my children, to build them up and teach them and pursue their good above all things. But really, how can I do that if I'm not seeking wisdom intentionally, seeking encouragement and strength from God and his word? So what do you think? Five minutes a day? I'm going to go for it and I hope you'll join me. Our website is livewhatmatters.org, and our heart is to provide camaraderie and encouragement for moms. We're just getting started. Listen in as we talk about following Jesus Christ and putting Him first in our homes. I can't wait. Today's podcast was produced by Katie Losey and Carlos Alfaro. I'm Megan Alfaro. Until next time, live what matters.